Hey, it's Sarah, and I have some exciting news for you before we jump into the podcast this week. Starting this coming Monday, that's May 13th, I'm going to be running a two-week pocket planner sprint inside of my course, Published with Purpose. This is where you learn how to create, format, and design a high-value, action-oriented journal or planner and sell it around the world on Amazon. We run a live round every single year in the fall, and then in the spring, I often run our pocket planner round. This is where you get templates to create an amazing pocket or journal planner of your choice in a four by six inch size. And you get templates and all of the swipe files that you need to create something incredible in a short amount of time. During this round, I'm doing something a little bit different and I'm offering asynchronous support. So that means that you'll get one-on-one email support from me during the two weeks to ask questions about your design, your idea, marketing strategies, and so much more. I would love to support you inside of Publish With Purpose and you can find full enrollment details over at publishaplanner.com forward slash enroll. Just make sure that you check it out and join before doors close on Monday, May 13th. Hey, it's Sarah Steckler and you're listening to episode 162 of the Mindful Productivity Podcast. Today, I'm actually podcasting right from my desk. I'm going to be flipping through my daily productivity and brain dump book and we're going to be getting back to the basics of brain dumps. So if you've been feeling overwhelmed or your mind's been decluttered and you really don't know where to start or what to take action on next or how to even set a goal, this episode is for you because the first step is not actually doing any of that stuff. It's actually doing a massive brain dump. And I want to take you back to the very basic reasons to not only do them on a regular basis, but also how to get started if you don't even know where to begin with brain dumps in general. So let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. You are going to love it so much. Welcome to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life. If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. And if you're a brand new listener, welcome. There are a ton of episodes for you to dive into, so pace yourself. But I just want to let you know that we are coming out of Productivity and Planning Week. It was the first online event that I held and hosted, and it was so much fun. But I am also very exhausted and definitely maxed out my energy capacity. There were so many details involved. It was so much fun. And I'm definitely someone that learns by doing, so I'm glad that I jumped in headfirst and did a lot of things, but there's probably going to be some kind of podcast episode or blog post detailing what I learned from that in the upcoming months. It was a lot of fun. We had 22 total speakers, and so major shout out to everyone that was a speaker that contributed to the event, and to all of you that showed up for Productivity and Planning Week as well. We had nearly 500 of you show up and attend the online event and it was so much fun. We had mini trainings and everyone walked away learning and getting so much value from everything that was presented. So major thank you to everyone that showed up for that. The other thing I want to share before we get into today's episode is that I started this new book called The End of Night. It's by Paul Bogard and I've only just started reading it 
but I gotta tell you, it is fascinating. So it's, it's about searching for natural darkness in the age of artificial light. And what this guy talks about is light pollution and how so many cities, especially in the U.S., are so lit up all the time with street lights, with, you know, lights from buildings, fluorescent lights all the time, that it actually hinders our ability to see the night sky and see stars. And many, many of you may, you know, realize this. I know for me, growing up, there was definitely places when we would go camping and something like that, where we go farther out, you know, farther away from the city, and you'd be in this pitch black darkness, which there's a whole scale that he talks about in the book too for darkness and how most of us have never actually seen true dark, if you will, or pitch actual pitch black dark because there's light influencing what we can't see. And he actually talks about how if you actually spend enough time in darkness, your eyes adjust and you can actually see a lot more of your surroundings. And so I was thinking about this book and I'm really, really enjoying it. Maybe I'll do a, a book review or something on that at some point. Let me know if you'd be interested in things like that. But as I'm reading this, he really just goes into how, and actually let me flip through it because there's maybe a quote I want to share with you, but he goes into how embracing the dark helps you see more, right? And not just like the dark, like the negative, but like actually giving yourself a chance to turn off the lights around you, right? Turn off the noise, like turn off the social media, right? This is the parallel that I got from it. Turn off the social media, step away from all the, the things that are entering your head all the time, your email, the other influencers, TV shows, and really get quiet with yourself because that's when you can see the stars in your mind. I know, so cheesy, but in the beginning of his book, he quotes Wendell Berry, and this is what the quote says. It says, to go in the dark with a light is to know the light. To know the to know the dark, go dark. Go without sight and find that the dark too blooms and sings and is traveled by dark feet and dark wings. What I really love about this quote is to know the dark, go dark. To know your mind, get into your mind. And that's why today I want to touch on the power of brain dumps. If you really want to declutter your mind, if you really want to be able to gain clarity in your life, and if you really want to be able to ask yourself, who's coming up with these thoughts and ideas? Are these my own? Are these projections from other people? What's really going on inside my mind, body, soul? Brain dumps are a great way, a very tangible, practical way to get you there and to take the first step. So hopefully I've already inspired you to open up a notebook or if you have a copy of my daily productivity and brain dump book, open that up with me and start exploring what it means to do a brain dump. Now, I've talked about a lot of brain dumps uh, strategies before. You can go back in the podcast. I'll link some of the past episodes in the show notes of this one as well. Sometimes it can be feel really overwhelming to get started when you're staring at a blank page, right? That's exactly why I made this book, um, because it has templates that help you do just that. But before we get into some of the things that you can do with brain dumps, I also want to talk about why it's really important to do them just for yourself. So I know that a lot of you listening may be into following, you know, study accounts on Instagram or journal accounts where it's really common to share your pages or share, you know, what you're working on or what you're being productive with. But I don't want you to do that if it hinders you from truly writing. So whatever you're doing or sharing on social media, make sure you're also creating a place in your life 
where you're doing things that you're never going to share. I think sometimes it's almost habitual for us to want to share almost everything we're doing or it becomes a habit without us realizing it. Brain dumps are really a sacred thing and I don't share a lot of them. (laughs) In fact, most of them I don't share. If you've ever seen some of the pages that I share on social media, some of those are definitely more like I've been focused and they're completely work-related and professional and I don't mind sharing some of the details of the projects and the things that I'm working on. But there's a lot of brain dumps that I have in here that I would never share with anyone because they talk about things that are going on in my mind. They talk about things that I've dealt with in the past that are very personal and that all gets intertwined. I mean, I can jump from being like, okay, cool, here's a new planner idea I want to make to, oh yeah, five years ago that happened and this part of that trauma or whatever is still really bothering me. That can all be on your same brain dump page. The key with brain dumps is to let your mind flow. We usually come up with these roadblocks in our mind or you know we're we're told to only think a certain way and brain dumps actually for whatever reason can really help you explore your mind and capture ideas and there's something about putting pen to paper that helps you release a lot of those things i cannot tell you and i know people that journal daily or do morning pages will tell you similar things journaling daily doing brain dumps daily There's something about making space to take things in your mind and tangibly turn them to words on a page that actually takes things out of your mind. It's a sense of relief. It's a sense of comfort. And hey, sometimes there's things I write down and I will tear out the page, crumple it up, scribble it out, throw it in the garbage, put it in the garbage disposal, (laughs) whatever, right? Totally get rid of it. But make time to do brain dumps that are truly your own. I cannot enforce that, (laughs) say it enough, share it enough. It is so, so crucial to you being able to declutter your mind. The other thing I want to tell you about brain dumps is you could spend hours doing brain dumps, but that's not sustainable, right? Just like it's not sustainable to do, like if you're getting back into fitness, it's not sustainable to right off the bat try to walk for three hours a day. You want to do things in increments that feel good and that motivate you and that build your self-efficacy. So what do I recommend? Start out by setting a timer in the morning or whenever you have a free minute and set a timer. Five, ten minutes, maybe 15, and do a brain dump and then stop. You're going to be amazed at how much you can declutter your brain by just doing five minutes a day. And then 10 minutes even more, right? But the idea behind brain dumps isn't that you need to spend tons and tons of time and that you need to con- like somehow take every single thing that your brain is thinking and get it onto paper because guess what? Your brain's never going to stop. But just taking time, I love to do them in the morning, really sets the tone. And it's, it's just like when you hear people say, you know, don't pick up your phone first thing in the morning and check it because you're not checking in with yourself, right? You're getting this rush of information and opinions and thoughts from all these other people before you even say, hey, self, how are you doing? How does your body feel? Before you've even maybe sat up in bed, you're checking your phone. The same thing goes with, you know, getting started with your day, with taking action on your tasks. Before you even do that, before you even look at your to-do list that you made the night before, I encourage you to do a brain dump because you may have other things that your brain has processed overnight through your dreams, through your subconscious, that once you relinquish those onto the page, you're going to be that much more prepared for the day. 
So when it comes to brain dump basics, I really want you to just start by asking yourself some simple, simple questions. And I'm going to actually do something a little bit different today because I know a lot of you listen diligently to every episode of the podcast, which still blows my mind. And I want to focus on another form of brain dump because I've talked about different ones before. But what I want you to do for this one is there's a specific page in the brain dump book. I'm actually on page, if you want to follow along, I'm actually on page 20 right now. And these, these are, um, they, there's a pattern they repeat throughout the book. But on this page, there's a brain dump page and it's called map it out. And there's three circles. And what I want you to do today is if you don't have the brain dump book, just draw three circles on a piece of paper, but draw three circles. And then within each one of those circles, I want you to write down the top things that come to your mind. So the bigger, broader categories of your life, like what's top of mind? It might be your relationship. It might be school. It might be your kids. It might be work. It might be your house or another big goal you're working on or maybe something challenging that you're working through. Write those three things down. Give yourself space for those three things. And then off of each one of those three things, right? Off of each one of those circles, you're essentially making a mind map. And I want you to get even clearer on what's coming up around those things. So for example, let's use your home as one of the pillars maybe that you're thinking of. If you're thinking about your home, what's top of mind when you think about your home? Maybe it's, oh, I want a vacuum or, you know, I don't want a vacuum anymore. I actually want to hire a house cleaner, right? Or maybe it's, I want to have a new morning routine or I really want to get going on that renovation for our kitchen or whatever it is, right? Or I want to redecorate the apartment or, oh my gosh, we're having another heat wave. Let's make sure we put some aluminum foil on the windows. Seriously, we had a heat wave here. We're just outside of Seattle a few weeks ago and it was madness. So that's still top of mind for me. But think about all the things, right, that come up when you think about that one part of your life, when you think about your home and just write them down. You're not looking for solutions here. You're not trying to figure out some master plan. All you're doing is capturing your ideas. That's all you're doing with brain dumps. I cannot, I don't even know if I've said this before. All you're doing with brain dumps is capturing your ideas. You're not looking for solutions. You're not trying to solve a problem. Isn't that kind of a relief? Hey, don't worry about solving all these problems. Just get them all down on paper because here's the thing. When you capture and acknowledge and hold space for how you feel and you put it down on paper and you say, don't, don't worry about trying to find a solution for this, right? Just listen. Just hold space for this. And then you close up your random book and you go for a walk or, you know, you get on your Peloton or whatever you do and you start your day. Your brain in the back of your mind It's going to be churning with that. It's going to feel a sense of relief that it's not holding on to that idea anymore because it's not. It's not a storage facility, right? It doesn't, our brains don't work that way. So when you give the book, when you give a piece of paper, that idea or that thought that was in your head, it's now living there and your brain now has empty space where that thought was sitting to be like, what do I want to do with that thought, right? You're no longer at capacity with that thing you were thinking. I know I'm getting a little abstract. I hope you're following along. But when you think of the top three things that are top of mind for you, just asking yourself this, even every day, right? And then writing down the subset things of those tasks or those main points, 
you're just going to free up so much mental energy in your brain. So that's the beginning. That's one of the first steps of getting back to basics with your brain dump. So to recap, I want you to make time to do it, even if it's just five minutes a day. I want you to do it just for yourself and no one else. No filter here. Don't worry about you're not posting it anywhere. You're not trying to get likes on it. You're literally just writing things down. You're also not looking at for a solution, right? You're just capturing, capturing. That's it. So freeing. And if you can start with just mapping out the top three things that are on your mind right now, you're going to gain so much mental clarity. And then when you jump over to the other page on the spread of this book, which is the daily productivity page, you're going to be that much more alert and conscious and clear on what you want your day to look like, how you want it to unfold, what your main two focus projects will be, right? And your subtasks and your notes and focus for the day. So that is my little message to you today on the podcast about brain dump basics. I hope this was helpful. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please leave a written review on Apple Podcasts so more people can find it. And I would love if you would take a screenshot of the podcast or you may be doing a brain dump and share it on Instagram. Tag me at Mindful Productivity Blog so that I can say hello and see how you're doing with your brain dump. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It's a joy to create these every week and I hope to see you back here soon. Bye.